Theater is made possible by a grant from Whit Good and Kelsch Funeral Home, located at 3026 Madison Road in Oakley Square. Sundor Products, the makers of Texan brand fruit juices, are proud to be the exclusive national sponsors of Riders Radio Theater. Texan pineapple juice is available at local grocery stores in the canned fruit section. One, two, three, four. Saddle up and ride the airways once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, Too Slim, the man of many hats, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. Oh. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're going to ride and rope and wrangle it too. We're going to hoop and holler and holler at the moon. performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, Texas Big Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chips over Border Radio. Thanks to another sold-out crowd in the beautiful historic Emory Theater, and for those of you listening to us wherever you are all across America, a wonderful feeling to be on stations everywhere across this great, wide, and wonderful land of ours. Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and Joey the Cow Polka King being riders in the sky for you tonight. And we're going to open up this, uh, this set with a song we learned from the Sons of the Pioneers. Tim and Glenn Spencer wrote it about that wonderful, fertile stretch of land called the old Cherokee Strip. <laughs> In old Oklahoma they tell of a land that's famous for lizards and white diamond sand. They climb for their water and dig for their wood on ten million acres that ain't any good. Come along with me to a land that is fair, where the ants and the grasshoppers nest in your hair. They drink from the jug and they shoot from the hip. And they have lots of fun on the Cherokee Strip. Come a tie, yippee, I only It's hotter than blazes from morning till night. The prairie dogs bark and the sand lizards bite. In all of the desert, this land is the worst. The horny toads starve and the snakes die of thirst. Come a tie, yippee, I only I only 
bought me a section of cactus and sage, an old dobe shanty that's battered with age. Give me a bushel of corn and a plow, I'll be a rich hombre in ten years from now. Come Whenever I die, you can bury my bones and cover me over with malachite stones. And right on my tombstone, he came here to stay, but he never stopped wishing he died on the way. Country of pleasure and ease. I'm always so hungry, I'm weak in the knees. With sand in my whiskers and holes in my clothes, and how I keep living, God only knows. We got bills, you got bills, all got silly, got bills, and we're going to pay some of them right now with the following meeting message. Hi there, I'm Sam. And I'm Ella. And together we're Salmonella. And we're just so proud of our new restaurant, Salmonella's Sushi Bar and Bait Shop. That's right, our Sushi Bar and Bait Shop is all under one roof, so we can have plenty of savings to pack on to you, the hungry customer. Walk up to the right side of the bar, get you a fine bullhead sashimi. Or maybe a couple of my own crappy rolls. Yeah, I'll walk up to the left side and pick up a batch of bait that'll tempt the biggest big mouth in the bayou. It's all the same to me, and it ought to be to you, too. I got fried minnow rolls, a fried cricket and egg sandwich, fish guts and cabbage that make you jump up and say, Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. We don't waste any money on refrigeration either, do we, Sam? Uh-uh, buddy. I mix up six, seven barrels of bait and sushi in the first of the month, and it percolates right there in front of you. We don't throw nothing out, neither. The result? Oh, overhead and bait and sushi a lot cheaper than you'd find in one of them sissy gold star restaurants. So if you're hungry and feeling lucky... Or if you're eating to, after a big string of keepers... Come on down to Sam and Ella's Sushi Bar and Babe Shop. Remember, if, if you, you want, want a tasty, tasty dish or you want, want to catch a fish, fish, she's your gal. And he's your fella. Take, Take your chances at Sam and Sushi Bar and Bait Shop. Remember, you'll be surprised at what you get at Salmonella's. And now it's best time on Riders Radio Theater. Oh, it sure is, Texas Bix Bender. And tell us, won't you, Woody Paul, who is our special guest tonight? Ranger Doug, we have a great singer and an old great. friend of ours tonight. She had a band called Mother Earth years ago. She sings the blues, R&B, and tonight a little bit of cowboy. Please welcome Tracy Nelson. Yes! Tracy, we are so glad to have you here. We have wanted you here from day one of this show. From day one? From day one, and mighty <laughs> glad you made it at last. I'm mighty glad to be here. I understand that you picked out a cowboy song. I thought I had to. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't tell you any different, because you picked out a good one. <laughs> Silent Trail. Pioneer 
Nelson. Unbelievable. That was really wonderful, Tracy. Thank you so much. Well, that's great. Gosh, Tracy, I remember opening for you at the Exit Inn in Nashville when I first rode into that town. Well, I've been in the business a long time. Gee, show business is tough. How have you stayed successful? I diversified. You diversified? Yep, I'm working on a bunch of different projects. I've got a really hot idea right now for a Saturday morning kids show. Ha! Hmm. No kidding. Yep. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm taking it to the networks in Hollywood right after I finish this show. Wow. Well, we've always dreamed of our own cowboy TV show, Tracy. Is there anything in your show for, say, cowboy singers? Well, not really. Can you act? Oh, can yeah. we act? Hey. <laughs> me. I guess you can tell from this show how well we act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I got to catch a bus. Uh, it's been great being here. <laughs> well, it's been great having you. Ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, Tracy Nelson. That is Radio Theater of the Mammoth Radio Pictures Production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West. Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Pal. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme, number 39.
Buckaroos and Buckaroos. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 13, the concluding chapter of the exciting Western melodrama, Monster from Mystery Mountain. <laughs> As faithful listeners will no doubt recall the villain Slocum seeking a lake of molten gold that lies deep beneath Mystery Mountain, disguised as henchman Charlie as a fire-breathing monster, and terrorized property holders on Mystery Mountain into selling their land to him for a fraction of its true value. Now, the only thing standing between Slocum and the gold is Skull Rock a massive boulder that runs five miles deep beneath the ground and acts as a natural plug on a lake of molten gold. Charlie, short of a 50-megaton nuclear explosion, the only thing that could pulverize that rock is a ranger duck number two yodel. Right. To this end, Slocum built a yodel catcher instead of the top skull rock. He then lured riders in the sky to the rock and trapped them in a ring of white hot magnesium fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ranger Duck, you've got to try a number two yodel. Oh, I think you can put this barrel. Albert, we're going to Ranger Duck. Oh, no, is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Time to find out, two slammers. We now present episode 13 entitled... Daddy sang bass. Mommy, i as Ranger Doug urgently tries to get a good breath, a certain snake hidden in the bushes nearby is not very happy. If that idiot doesn't yodel real soon, he's going to be charcoal. Well, maybe he can't get a good breath, boss. Charlie, I know it's smoky in there, but he's the idol of American youth, for Pete's sake. He ought to be able to figure something out. Right. Well, once Slocum is right, as we are about to hear... <laughs> this is it, all right. This is the end of Riders in the Sky. You're not too slim. Wasn't your canteen about empty? Yeah, I took the last swig just before the fire started. Oh, give it to me. There might be just enough air in it to power my yodel. Be a ranger, Doug. We're saved, baby. Everybody, get down. If I'm successful with the number two yodel, probably cause the. Earth tremors that'll rock the lower end of the Richter scale. Okay, Ranger Doug, we're ready for Let me take a moment to focus my energies. And then, one last breath. While Ranger Doug prepares to take that last deep breath, just down the mountain at Dead Man's Cliff, High Sheriff Drywall has just finished securing his bungee safety cord to a sturdy aspen. That ought to do it. Slocum and Charlie throws me off the mountain this time more. They're going to be surprised. <laughs> Faithful listeners will recall that in our last episode, when the high sheriff cut his bungee cord to what he thought would be the proper length for a jump or fall from Dead Man's Cliff, he added when he should have subtracted. In other words, his bungee cord is exactly 15 feet longer than the cliff is high. All right. Time to go on about some duty here now. But before I do, I'll just take a minute to focus my energies. That's what us heroes do. Meanwhile, Ranger Duck has focused his heroic energies and is preparing to take what could well be his last breath of fresh air. <coughs> okay, here goes, boys. Good luck, Good Ranger, luck Duck. Ranger Duck. <laughs> and using the air from an empty canteen, the idol of American youth powers forth a pure, clean, perfect number two yodel. But while it does cause the earth to tremor, it does not extinguish the fire because its force is captured by Slocum's vile yodel catcher and focused instead on Skull Rock. 
The earth's shaking, but the yodel's not working. The first time ever Ranger Doug Yodel is failing. Oh, we're doomed. Oh. While the riders despair behind a nearby tree, Slocum gloats. Ha, ha, ha. See, Charlie, I knew he'd figure out a way to get that yodel out. Right. <laughs> and just a little ways down the mountain at Dead Man's Cliff, the trembling earth is causing drywall some difficulties. Oh, me. We must be having an earthquake. I gotta get to steadier ground. Oh, oh, I'm gonna lose my balance and fall off of this cliff, 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 cliff. Oh no, I'm falling! Oh! Wait a minute. What am I worried about? I'm not gonna hit. I'm just gonna bounce on my bungee. <laughs> Boy, that ground's coming up all fast, though. I didn't know better. I'd say we're gonna crash right on my noggin. Oh, oh no! I am gonna crash right on my. Yes, the high sheriff tied to 15 feet more bungee cord than he needs does indeed crash right on his noggin. But fortunately for him, what he hits is only a thin crust of earth that covers a limestone cavern. Faithful listeners will know that this is possible because a similar event occurred in a previous serial. At any rate, after plunging 14 feet and 4 inches through the cavern, Drywall's head hits bottom and burrows into 8 inches of loose sand and lodges there. But then the bungee cord, stretched to its fullest length, begins to retract. And with a resounding plop, it pops the high sheriff's head out of the sand and snaps him back up the cliff. The force of the retraction is so strong that it jerks him all the way back up and over the cliff, then whips him around a pine tree. I've stopped at last, haven't I? Nope. Almost immediately, the dynamic tension of the extended bunchy cord whips it back around off the tree and sends the high sheriff careening all over Mystery Mountain on a 2,015 feet long elastic band. Meanwhile, the yodel catcher atop Skull Rock continues to capture Ranger Doug's yodel and the magnesium-fed fire is coming very close to ending the promising careers of America's favorite cowboys. I can't, I can't breathe. The end is there. <laughs> and Slocum and Charlie couldn't be happier. Any minute now, Charlie, that rock's going to crumble. Riders in the sky are going to be cinders, and we're going to be rich. Yeah, rich. <laughs> Did you hear that? You mean besides the fire and the earthquake? Yeah, sounded like a giant rubber band flinging some idiot through the air, but that that's impossible, right? I don't think so, boss. Look. Holy meadow muffins. It is a huge rubber band flinging some idiot through the air. Actually, boss, I think it's called a bungee cord. Oh, shut up, you idiot. Oh, he's headed right for my yodel catcher. Indeed he is, and just as Skull Rock begins to crack and the magnesium flames are back to ignite riders in the sky, the bungee cord flings the high sheriff into Slocum's yodel catcher, knocking it off of Skull Rock and sending it crashing to the ground and freeing Ranger Doug's yodel. Unfortunately for Drywall, the impact does little to halt his bungee-powered momentum, and he continues zinging along. But freed from Slocum's insidious machine, the clear, true, perfect number two yodel quickly extinguishes the magnesium-fueled fire. We say we're not gonna die. Hooray and hallelujah. That was a close call. It ain't over yet. Get your hands up. If they move a muscle, blast them, Charlie. Right. Slocum. Slocum, these guns will do you no good. As I've often said, it won't be a gun that wins the West. Oh, shut up. And do that number two yodel again, or we'll plug all of you. Slocum, I don't know why you want me to yodel, and I don't have to. But I do know that you can't have any decent and honorable reason for wanting me to yodel, and therefore, I'm not going to do it. Do it or die? No. 
Charlie, get ready to shoot the old geezer. Right. Hold on, hold on. I'll yodel for you, you old lady. Oh, shut up. If Ranger Dud don't yodel by the time I count to three, blast him, Charlie. One, two. What's that noise? Oh, no, not the idiot on the rubber band again. Oh. It's a bungee cord, boss, and he's coming right back at us. No, 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 no. Oh, let's get him, boys. Oh, oh, In a short but furious struggle, riders in the sky subdue Slogan and Charlie and then free high sheriff drywall from his bungee nightmare. Oh. Oh. Thanks, boys. What in the ding-dong has been going on around here, anyway? Well, it's a long story, Drywall, and I'll tell you all about it while we take your old prisoners into town. New, new old? Something tells me it's going to take longer than a ride into town before I understand what in the world's been going on around here. <laughs> oh, Drywall. <laughs> drywall. And so with the villains in tow, riders in the sky, and High Sheriff Drywall in the terror of the monster from Mystery Mountain. <laughs> yes, all is well once again in Tumbleweed Valley. Or is it? Oh, I'll get it. Hello, Harmony Ranch. Ranger Doug, idol of American youth speaking. Hi, Ranger Doug. It's Tracy Nelson. Well, Tracy Nelson, great. How you doing? Fine, thanks, Ranger Doug. The reason I'm calling... I'm out here in Hollywood, and do you remember that children's television show I was telling you all about? Oh, I sure do. Well, I was just at CBS, and you'll never guess who they want to star in the kids' show. Hmm. Children's show? CBS? Sorry, I don't have a clue. It's Riders in the Sky, and they'll let you be yourself. Yes! You don't say! Yes, I do say. I I just did say. Weren't you listening? (laughs) Yes, I was listening. Okay, they need you two Slim and Woody out here right away, okay? Okay, we're on our way. See you soon. Bye. So long, Tracy. Thanks. Hey, what's up, Ranger Doug? Well, uh, that was Tracy Nelson calling from Hollywood, and and she had some good news for us and and some bad news. Yeah? Well, what about the good news? CBS wants us to do a children's television show. Wow! Yeah, great. Well, what's the bad news? Well, uh... Oh, uh, they, they only want three of us, side me. Oh, I see. Well, uh, uh, what are we going to do without a fiddle player? Well, uh, they, they want a fiddle player. Well, uh, we got to have a yodeler. Well, of course, you got to have a yodeler. Oh, no bass player, eh? Well, they, they want a bass player. Well, then, uh, say, I don't get it. Well, they want too slim to do the cooking, and they're going to hire some young actor to play the sidekick. Being a sidekick don't take no actor. Well, you're telling me. Right, so, so that means that I that you don't need that they don't. Well, well that would mean that. Well, oh. it means I guess that we've got to turn him down. We just can't let CBS split us up. Well, you're darn to because it's all for one and what? Now wait a minute. I don't want to go to Hollywood. Why? They'd never put up with the likes of me. They'd want to tell me how to walk and how to talk and well, they can bite my biscuits. Most. You guys go on. I'll be all right. Oh, you sure side me? You oh, mean go on. Follow your dream. Uh, I want you to go. You can't pass up this opportunity. Oh, but what'll happen to you? Oh, I'll be all right. Uh, of course, I'll probably fall. I won't be able to get up. Oh. <laughs> yeah? But somebody's got to stay here and mind the ranch while you yahoos is out there in la-la land, lollygoggling, gagging around a bunch of bluptious starlets. Oh. 
and someday you'll come back. And when you do, I'll be waiting for you. Just me and Sandra and Lois. Well, <laughs> well you're the greatest side meat. Oh, come on, boys. We got to hurry. Let's ride. Good luck, boys. And so they went. And now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Calpoca King and Tracy Nelson. Tracy, my dear, why don't you sing us the blues? The makers of Texan brand fruit juices are proud to be the exclusive national sponsors of Riders Radio Theater. Texan pink grapefruit juice is available at local grocery stores in the canned fruit section. <laughs> <laughs> 